0: us today. It's a great day to be gathered around God's Word here in the book of Hebrews on this 13th day of March. I'm sorry, that's right, isn't it? Is it? No, it's the 23rd day of March. I'm sorry, it's part 13 here in Hebrews. I'm excited about this. I tell you, the book of Hebrews has been a great blessing to me Uh, going through this entire book verse by verse. We're coming up This is the last chapter, and we're about halfway through it, and uh, we'll move on through it a little bit more today, and I just want to say again how thankful I am to be right where I am doing exactly what I'm doing today. In time, I mean, pastoring Crossway Church and sharing the truths of the Lord Jesus Christ in the Word of God, and and uh, walking in a great revelation of the sacrifice of Christ. There's nothing, absolutely nothing more than, than that that God would want from His people, to walk in the truth of who His Son is and what His Son did at Calvary, for there... We experience the faith that we live by, the faith of Christ who loved us and gave Himself for us. And if we're experiencing that, then we're experiencing Him and the fruit of what He does in and through us all for the glory of God. We're not perfect, but we are learning the perfect Word of God in its perfect truth because of that perfect sacrifice from our perfect Savior. And I'm thankful today. And so uh, we'll be in uh, Austin, Texas this weekend, Robin and I will, at uh, House of the Living God in uh, Austin there with Pastors Jonathan and Kimberly Bateo. And uh, we are excited about being there and sharing this glorious gospel with that congregation there. It'll be Saturday morning at 10 a.m. and Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So if you're anywhere near, send me a message. If you want to know where it's at, I'll send you the address And you can surely meet us there. We'll have a great time this weekend. Praise the Lord. So here we are, Hebrews 13. And we'll start in verse 13 again this morning. And uh, here on this 13th, I'm sorry, the 23rd day of March in 2023. A lot of threes there. Uh, Okay, Hebrews 13 and 13. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him, our Jesus outside the camp, bearing his reproach. Now, if you've missed the last sessions, and even I brought a little bit of this out last night in the teaching concerning uh, those who are persecuted, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. In the message last night, you want to go back and listen to this. But Jesus is not in the camp of any legalism. He's not in that camp. He's in, He's outside the camp. He wasn't the only you know the only part he played in Jerusalem was him being uh judged and 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 he suffered greatly at the hands of men beaten persecuted uh and all the horrible things that happened to him uh for us uh but he suffered for our sins the price was paid in his body on the tree, in the shedding of his blood outside the camp. Not not he didn't come to save us by any of the feast or festivals or any of the uh, 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 days, weeks, months. Now everything he did was based on a certain day, a certain festival, a certain something in Israel, but he didn't save us by keeping all them He became our perfect sacrifice without sin by keeping all of them and never committing a sin. But then outside the camp where the reproach is, that's where he gave his life on the tree on the hill called Calvary. And we're told here, let us, New Testament saints, this is not talking about lost people, although... They had to come to Christ the same way everybody does. But what we don't realize, for the most part, is Christians, we still have to go forth, therefore, unto him, outside the camp of any legalities, any of the laws of men and the ways of men, outside the camp. And you know when you do. You know when you do, because outside the camp is where you bear the reproach of your Savior that reproach he bear for you by forgiving you of your sin. And you and I as New Testament Christians are told, let us go forth therefore unto him now outside the camp bearing bearing his reproach because we have here no continuing city, but we seek one to come. And we know, let me turn over there, Isaiah, I believe it's Isaiah chapter 1. Verse 26, let me go over there this morning and read it and make a note of this. The Lord says, And I will restore your judges as at the first, and your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward you shall be called this. you shall be called God's people. You shall be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Isn't that wonderful? that that you you and I are headed. Here we have no city that's going to continue. No city. We don't have anything here that's eternal except our Lord in us and the new hidden inner man that we've been created in Him as. That's all, that's it. Everything else in this world is going to burn up with fervent heat. It's going to pass away. It's going to melt and be gone. Here we have no continuing city, but we are seeking one to come. How do we know we're seeking one to come? Because we're going outside the camp of men's legalism, men's, uh, men's any anything other they boast in than the sacrifice. We're getting up and we're getting out of that because our God has told us that our boast is to be in nothing else. He forbids that our boast be in anything else than his son and what his son did for us at Calvary. Amen. That's just the way he has given us only one thing to boast in. And it's that one object of faith that he's, if God forbids that we boast in anything but the cross of his son, then that means there's only one object of faith for us to have our faith in amen well there's only one faith and if you've not seen that video that we have on our youtube channel curtis hutchinson 316 entitled one faith go look at it it's only six or seven minutes long and it'll help you tremendously and uh, so here we have no continuing city and because of that we're seeking one to come are you seeking a city to come if you are my friend, then you're going outside the camp where where they're just trying to live here now and build something here now, and 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 they're not looking ahead to that coming city. They might even be singing about it, but they're not going outside the camp. Bearing outside the camp it means outside the camp of any. Any structures of men that say you have to do this to be saved, you have to do this to be sanctified, you have to do this to be delivered, you have to do this, any of that is the camp that the Lord is not in because it's all law and the Bible says that our Savior came to save us to redeem us from the law and that happens outside the camp hallelujah on a cross hallelujah that he died on for us glory be to God so if you're going to be if you you you, you and I might be talking about wanting to get out of here because the world's pitiful well my Lord even lost people know that and and Christians who aren't living for God and aren't really interested in living for God, they, 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 they know that, but they're not really seeking that city to come. Listen, that city, the Bible says, is the city of righteousness. That's a part of our hunger and thirst For righteousness, we're seeking that city. We read it in Isaiah 126, that faithful city, the city of righteousness. We're we're seeking that city because there we're going to find our king on the throne. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We're going to find there glorified bodies for ourselves. We're going to find there everything beyond everything that we could have ever imagined. So watch now. Let's start back in verse 13 and keep all this together in one pile here. A good pile, praise God. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. That means you and I... Continually in this life, now today, in this moment, presenting ourselves to God as living sacrifices, Hallelujah! Keeping our faith planted in the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, because that is what the Holy Spirit is delivering you unto. Always, a lot of Christians, even many who've been hearing the cross for a while, they they tired of hearing all this. They they they, they getting perturbed about it. They they, they they a lot of them just want to get up and gather and waller around in something they call. Love. They just want to wallow around in certain things, but God wants his people walking in truth, running the race, fighting the good fight of faith, enduring till the end, not on their imaginative terms, but on what he has given us in the word. Hallelujah. And you're going to have to fight to stay in the race. You're going to have to fight to make it to the end. You're going to have to fight that good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Let us go forth. Therefore, that's you and I who live, Unto him. Where is he? He's outside the camp. That means our faith has to remain what he in him and what he did outside the camp. And if it is, if it is, we're going to bear the reproach of this great truth, of our great Savior, of his great sacrifice. We're going to bear that reproach. Amen. I, I asked the folks last night, how many of you are disliked, being criticized, being persecuted for, for, for righteousness' sake? Because if you're not, if, if if everybody just loves you and you're just the sweetest thing, if you're not being criticized, persecuted, shunned, pushed away for what you believe, that means folk don't know what you believe. Come on, now, I'm just being real. I'm not being ugly. Now this is where people who aren't really striving for the faith of the gospel this is where they get angry. Well, you, well, you're just judging. Everybody's not oh, no, no. I have a Bible and I'm going to teach it and I'm going to preach it even if it hurts me at sometimes, which it does often, and I have to cry out to God, Lord, help me to walk in a place where you're being magnified and glorified and, and, and I'm being criticized. I don't want to go do anything to bring criticism. I just want to walk in this place bearing the reproach of my Savior. Listen, if you are denying yourself taking up your cross every moment of the day to be able to follow the one true Jesus of the Bible, my, my friend, you're going to suffer reproach. And if you're not then it's probably a lot of make believe going on, and that, and I, and I say that toward me, a lot of pretending, and so you know, the, the church we're a part of today, and I'm talking about an overall picture of the church. We avoid any any anything that appears in the distance, like that may be. Uh, some criticism or suffering or persecution, we're taking that side road and, oh, we're going to take that. Oh, but we're going to praise God for his mercy and his grace, but we ain't going, you know, we're not going to get close to a place where we just might have to contend for the faith. Because, see, there's where the contention. That word contending for the faith means contention. There's going to be contention if you're contending for the face. Think about it now. So watch this. Uh, Let's don't get too distracted here. Let us go forth, therefore, unto him. Where is he? He's outside the camp bearing his reproach. For here have we no continuing city, but we seek one to come. That's what we're seeking. Hallelujah. What is that? Again, that's that city of righteousness, that faithful city, Isaiah 126. That is a part, let me say it again, that is a part of our hungering and thirsting for the righteousness of God. Matthew 6.33 That is what allows God to add the things you need to your life because you're not busy trying to focus on it and be anxious about it and worry about it. You're just seeking that city. Hallelujah. The reproach, you rejoice when the when the suffering and the reproach takes place because you know it's normal Christianity for anybody that's seeking that city, bearing that reproach Approach, then God's going to be found adding to your life what you need because that's the avenue through which he adds to your life. Not, No, you don't go out and make yourself suffer. Jesus did the suffering for you. But when your faith is literally, deliberately, consciously, not just uh, some imaginative thing or my lips saying it, when I'm surrendered from my heart... In the, the death of Jesus, my faith is in the death of Jesus and my union with him in that death. That's the word bearing the reproach comes in. In my union with him in his death, hallelujah. But it's also where the victory and the praise and the true joy, uh, uh, let my people shout. For joy, the Bible says, who favored my righteous cause. Glory be to God. There's where the true shout of joy comes from. The true, it, 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 the true experience of going from glory to glory. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Now, watch this now. By him, therefore, he, the, the Holy Spirit is always still stuck on Jesus, what he did outside the camp. By him, therefore... "'Let us offer the sacrifice of praise.'" There is no sacrifice of praise unless we're bearing that reproach. Come on, somebody. There is no such thing in God's eyes as anybody offering the sacrifice of praise unless it's flowing out of a heart that's trusting, depending on, all united with, tied up in the death of Jesus, our union there. That's right. It's not just because of that. It's where we dwell. That's our refuge, Christ and him. Crucified. It took the cross of Christ for him to become our open door to God, to all that God has to us and for us. It took Christ suffering and dying, the shedding of his blood, to forgive us of our sin and to give us the power... To become sons and daughters of God, Hallelujah! So it, we never move away from our faith being anchored deliberately and consciously in the death of Jesus, and 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 that that is the only place that the sacrifice of pra- the sacrifice of praise can be offered unto God. Think about that: the sacrifice of righteousness, the sacrifice of praise, to present our bodies living sacrifices always carries our hearts back to... Cap. That's where we dwell, my friend. We went into Christ in his death, hallelujah, and we are dead with him, hidden in God, hallelujah. That's the place the devil can't touch us. Watch now. By him, therefore, because of that, because of what he did outside the camp, because our faith is there and we're not seeking anything here, we're seeking that righteous city, that faithful city to come. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name, confessing his name, hallelujah. This is something we do before men. This is not something we do when we're all alone exclusively. We do this, we gather to worship God, hallelujah. We gather to worship our king of kings, our king of righteousness. By him, therefore, by him means through our faith in what he did at Calvary. we Listen, we cannot offer the sacrifice of praise unless our hearts are tied, united with, unless our feet are still planted in the likeness of his death. Hallelujah. We don't move away from that. We grow in a deeper place of intimacy with our Lord there in that place of being unified in him, in his death. Glory be to God. That is what we're being made conformable to. And when you Start moving away from a focus of Calvary. You're moving away from your opportunity to go from faith to faith, glory to glory. And now we're just left with what men call it. And and we and we start being entertained by the way men talk or the or the way men do something. And they put on these shows. We're entertained. We're either being entertained by the Holy Spirit through our faith in the sacrifice, or we're being entertained by men through our feelings. And emotions; those are the only two avenues there are. We can be entertained by what the Spirit of God is doing in our lives, and that's exactly what happens when our faith is anchored, and that's our focus and our boast and our message in the sacrifice of Christ. Amen. You need to understand that. That's the only time a Christian can experience going from glory to glory. A lot of Christians hear this, they'll say, Well, no, now I I know I go from glory to glory when when I, you know, I'm you know, when I before I even knew about having to have my faith anchored in the cross. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You never went from glory to glory. Nobody goes from glory to glory unless they're beholding that glorious image that they're being changed into by the spirit of the Lord 2 Corinthians 3:18 and the bible tells us that glorious image we're being changed into is the death of Jesus. The death of Jesus. Come on, somebody. I know the church doesn't know much about this, but it's the only place the sacrifice of praise can be offered to God through. It can't be offered to Him no other way. And and all the church today that gathers in the name of something else, the name of a denomination, the name of some man, the name of some program, they, they can't worship God because you can't worship God in spirit and in truth unless you're worshiping from a heart of worship that's anchored in calvary's cross the death of your savior it won't happen god won't receive it and, and 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 it's it's not making it out of the room and other people are being affected by it but god is not receiving it praise and worship only come through the sacrifice into the heart of man and back to god through faith in that sacrifice the cross of Christ christ and what he did at calvary is the only open door that god is offering Anybody anything through. Now, hear this the only avenue of us offering anything back to God is through that same door. It's an it's a, it's a in and out door. We go in and out right there. No other door. Do we go, God came in through that door to us, into our hearts, through our faith in what His Son did on the cross? And anything we offer to Him, any prayer, any giving of finances, any praise, music, songs, worship, any fasting, anything, anything we do, name means that we're doing it through faith in the death of Christ if you get away from that you're away from going from faith to faith from going to glory to glory you know and that's so important that we know this this is the message that brings the church into the last moments revival the last moments that we're in before the lord comes for us this is the message that puts all back in the lamp by those who will simply simply come out from among the camps of all the golden calves and, and the focus of everything other than the cross. And, and then they can offer to God something more than beautiful music to men, beautiful praise, and it and, and sounds so good to men. Listen, what sounds good to God, the only thing that sounds good to God is a heart believing under righteousness songs saying about His Son and what His son did at Calvary. Hallelujah. Watch this now. By him, by him, the one who's outside the camp, the one who suffered outside the camp, the one who offered his life outside the camp, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise. God can't be praised except through the heart that's trusting in the sacrifice. And can I tell you that just because we're singing about the sacrifice doesn't mean my heart's trusting in it. There's a lot of right songs in the church, but then the message comes out and guides us in to trusting something other, trusting in the Pentecost, trusting in uh, the purpose. God forbids that our boast or our faith be in anything other than his son and his son crucified. I'm not tired of this message. I'm not losing the, the excitement and the joy that comes into a heart by, 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 by believing and touching and holding dear the treasure of my righteousness, who is Jesus and that work He provided at Calvary. By Him, therefore, let us, by Him, it doesn't just say because of Him, by Him, that's a prayer, by Him. Let us go outside the camp to where he suffered. This means we don't, this doesn't mean we have to fly over to Jerusalem and find a hill. This means our faith at all times has to be in Christ, what he did outside the camp, suffering for us. And listen carefully, not just for the pardon of our sins, That was initial, but yet it's even daily. We walk with him in the light that he walks in, and our fellowship is one with another, and the blood cleanses us from all sin, from all unrighteousness. So we're still being cleansed by the blood, my friend. We were cleansed from our guilt and our shame, but now we're being cleansed from all our unrighteousness. In my Lord, it's a lot. Come on now, this is what makes us praise God. This is what causes our hearts to offer the sacrifice of praise because the amount of unrighteousness in our lives every day is a massive boatload of unrighteousness. Get this now. Anything that's not of faith is sin. How much do I do every day that's not of faith? And listen, faith is not working unless you're exercising it. Think about it. the Christians think that, well, faith just working all by itself faith listen if that were the case everybody would get saved faith it takes a believing heart that's what faith is faith is 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 the heart it, believing the word that comes mixing faith with the word and having fruit that that has been a reality fruit you know the the good ground jesus taught is the good heart that hears the word, keeps the word, and through patience, by patience allows the word to bring forth fruit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. By him, therefore, let us offer us. You go back up to verse 10, he's talking about we have an altar, that they, everybody who's still in the camp, and a lot of Christians come out of the camp and got saved. Or come out of the world and got saved. But then immediately because 99.9% of all preachers in pulpits across the world today, and it's that that huge. They're pointing to to works for progression. No, no. It can't happen. It only we can only progress as we're going from glory to glory, being made conformable into the image of the Death of Christ, Philippians 3.10. And that only happens as we're beholding that which we're being changed into. That's the cross of Christ, my friend. So you you answer that question for your own self. Are you being pointed to Calvary's cross? Are you being pointed to the true Christ? Are you being pointed to the place where you can go beyond music and feelings and emotions and literally by the Spirit of God be found before God going From glory to glory, because you're beholding that which you're being changed into, which is the death of Jesus. It's the only place of partaking of that nature, that divine nature, the nature of the Lamb. Why don't you just say that? The divine nature is the nature of the Lamb, that Lamb nature. Hallelujah. So let's finish this verse now. By him, therefore, verse 15, by Christ, by what he did outside the camp on the cross, therefore, that's there for us. Therefore, let us not just go outside the camp where he is to bear that reproach, but let us know today that there's no other place that we can offer the sacrifice of God praise, the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. Amen. That's a powerful little session today. That's a powerful little session for those that God is gathering back to him around the sacrifice. I'm so thankful today. I, I'm telling you, the, the, t- the trials and the tests are going to get tougher in the days ahead. They're going to get tougher. People are going to uh, uh, walk away that you would have never thought would walk away all in the name of uh, all these other things that are in the camp. Because to go outside the camp, means you've got to bear the reproach. But know this, bearing that reproach, that reproach of Christ, who took your reproach upon himself, denying self. See, there's no reproach in living for self. There's no offense when you're living for self. There's no criticism. There's no, there's no uh, persecution when self's in charge, and, and it's just all about me. But when I deny self because I'm taking up the cross of Christ and following him, when I come outside, the camp, leave the camp of all men's stuff. Oh, they're using scripture for all their stuff, but it's out of context. And there are going to be more tests and trials in the days ahead. And God is saving, but God is bringing his saved people back to the place where he saved them gathered around that sacrifice. Praise the Lord. It has been a great broadcast today. I'm encouraged by what the Lord has shown us in the Word, and He has a lot more to show us as we walk with Him through this last part of this last chapter in the book of Hebrews. So God bless you. I'll see you in the morning at 9 a.m. Central Time, cross time with Pastor Curtis as we move on through 1 Peter chapter 3. And uh, I just praise God for all of you who are following the teaching uh, of, of the great truth through this ministry the Lord has given us. And I just hope that you could just stay encouraged. And, and, and stay strengthened in the Lord as you continue to look to Him and what He's done for you, who He is to you because of that. I'll see you in the morning. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.